The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Okay, so there's really only one thing more exciting than betting on the games. That's actually being at the game. So if you guys ever like to go to games, or even like me, you know, I get paid to go to the games. So usually it's more concerts with my wife or whatever, or taking her to the theater in New York City. The place to go for that stuff is SeatGeek. Get the app on your phone. If you do nothing else, get the SeatGeek app on your phone. The key, though, is to enter the promo code EVENMONEY so that you get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase the first time you actually buy tickets. So SeatGeek's like Kayak for those of you or whatever website you use to try to see what the best flights are for you know when you're flying somewhere. Same kind of deal. Except it's tickets. They bring in a bunch of different ticket websites, which is awesome. And then you're able to then go and see, okay, this site has the best ticket. I'm going to use that. That's the best price sitting there for that game or whatever. It's the SeatGeek app and the promo code is even money. And by the way, if you take advantage of that today or tomorrow, we are giving away a free Madden on Friday to somebody that takes advantage of the SeatGeek promo code even money among like three or four other advertisers if you'd like to make your nfl games a little more interesting you've come to the right place it's the even money podcast with russ tucker and steve fezzik yeah vegas baby vegas it is the even money podcast and if you are looking for a place to make your online wagers it's betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts using the promo code PODCAST1. You get a 50% sign-up bonus today. He is the star because, frankly, he's the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. That's kind of a big deal. Check it out. Westgate Casino Super Contest. Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports. Hello, Steve. How are you, Ross? I am doing okay. I actually was up this week, so I'm very, very happy about that. At Ross Tucker NFL is my Twitter handle. You can check me out there or Instagram or Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Most of you guys are regulars, but if you're new, I played seven years in the NFL on the offensive line for five teams. So Steve comes at you from the professional handicapper angle. I come at you from the professional football player angle 
And we need to start with what happened last week, Steve. For the week, uh, we were one for one, or one for two, I guess is a better way to say it. One and one, one for two on our best bets. I was up three units. You were down one unit. Let's go through it just to see what happened and what we learned from. We both put two units, Steve, on the Buffalo Bills getting 10 points and got obliterated. That was a best bet, and that was very disappointing. Maybe we should have seen it coming with Peterman starting or with you know the Bills having to play Monday night and putting so much into that game against the Patriots. I still just thought, though, that their defense would be good enough. And frankly, two defensive touchdowns is kind of fluky, although I guess with Peterman maybe it's not. Yeah, and certainly the Buffalo defense played a perfectly good game, held the Bears to under 200 yards. I think this was all about Peterman and similar to Kaiser with Cleveland last year. you got to question whether you can simply ever bet on Buffalo with Peterman behind center. Up after that, you put two units on the under for the Chiefs and the Browns. Final score there was 37-21. The Chiefs are just a machine, and the defense for the Browns wasn't able to slow them down, and the Chiefs gave up 21 points to Baker Mayfield. So that was a two-unit loss there. I put a unit on the Dolphins just because they were at home, a little bit extra. They beat the Jets 13-6. to Dolphins were laying points, three of them, so I got a unit there. You got two units putting, getting the Steelers, getting th- getting three points, and they won that game 23-16. So that was a nice two-unit win for you. I put a unit on the Vikings, even though they were laying five points. That came through. Then our next best bet was the Texans and the Broncos. The Bronco, the Texans were getting a point. They won the game outright, nineteen to seventeen. You put a unit on it. I put two on it. So that was nice. That was the best bet that cashed in and two units for me. And I got to be honest with you, Steve, we were pretty fortunate in that one. Yeah, we should have lost by two. Um, boy, Coach Joseph is in dire need of a game manager. And you know, I got to ask you about this, Ross. Where is the general manager and where is the owner? When you're seeing a coach struggle with basic strategies like this, how can you not mandate, look it, we got to get a guy to tell you what to do in terms of strategy? Well, maybe they already have him, and maybe he's just not good. I mean, it, to me, you're right, but it's almost irrelevant, Steve, because he's going to be fired. I mean, the, barring something totally unforeseen, there is no way on God's green earth that I can imagine Vance Joseph back as the head coach of the Broncos. I mean, they're basically letting him letting him hang himself, so to speak, um, which is really what's happening because there's no way they should have lost that game so many different ways. Rams and the Saints, I put two units on the Saints, and they were getting uh, a point and a half. They won the game by 10. That was a nice bet by me. And then I put a unit on Green Bay getting six points. Man, Steve, when it was 17-17 and the Packers were driving, I was feeling really good about that, really good about that. Then Aaron Jones fumbled, everything went to crap, and the Packers ended up losing by 14 points, 31-17. So again, for the week, I was up three, 
You were down one. That means the Birdman, at L Birdman on Twitter, Todd Bergman, he has us for the year at uh, you down a unit, I'm down eight units, and our best bets are 10 of 25 so far. So needless to say, Steve, we need to have a better second half of the year, and maybe the key would be a little OMAX cognitive boost, a game-changing 100% certified and tested supplement designed to fuel peak performance by boosting memory, focus, and energy output. Here's what it's got in it. It's got those omega-3s that I'm sure you guys have heard. It's also got alpha GPC, which is the key to faster neurotransmission. Basically, it helps to improve your mind-body connection. The key with anything like this, I always say, is when they have the money-back guarantee because there must be a lot of people buying it and using it and liking it. Otherwise, they wouldn't really be in business very long. Go to omaxboost.com slash money today, and you get 60% off a one-month supply plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's O-M-A-X-B-O-O-S-T dot com slash money to get 60% off a one-month supply and free shipping and have that 60-day money-back guarantee. OmaxBoost.com slash money. Let's roll, Bri. All right, Ross. Let's start off Thursday night football. Carolina at Pant- at Car- excuse me, Carolina at Pittsburgh. Steelers, favored by four in this one, 51.5 total. Love Carolina in this game. I, I love the way Carolina's playing. I think they've got a great chance to win the game outright. They're getting four points. I, this is th- these are my favorite bets. When a team that I think has a great chance to win outright is getting points, especially if they're getting more than three points, give me the Panthers two units. I'm going to pass the game. The Pittsburgh defense has really come on at the end of last year. Uh, Shazier went down, and that defense was horrendous, but they are absolutely stopping people. Also, Thursday night games, I always look to play the home team because of the short turnaround. That travel means more, but uh, it's just going to be a lean to me on Pittsburgh. One caveat I want to give, last week the sports books in Nevada had the, one of the worst Sundays that they've had in a long, long time. Estimates had them losing 7 to $10 million because the top six favorites all won and all covered. So if you're looking to bet underdogs this week, you might want to consider waiting until right before kickoff because all the public won betting favorites, they're probably going to bet them up again this week. All right, Steve, let's go to the Sunday games. First up is the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. Jets favored by 7.5 with the total, a low total, low of the week, 37. Yeah, you know, Buffalo, their defense, this is really amazing. Football Outsiders ranks the offenses and defenses for each team, and they have the Bills' defense ranked sky high, like playing tremendously, but Peterman on the offense is so bad that they just can't recover from that. The uh, Jets-Miami game, if you watch that, that was one of the most um, boring, difficult-to-watch games you'll ever see as far as bad offenses. You know, I never go under 37 in the new NFL 
where you can get the 37 just from flags flying on pass interference calls. But I'm going to do it in this game. Under 37 for a unit. I'm with you, Steve. Uh, I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of points in this game. It's going to be cold. I think both defenses are pretty good. Both offenses pretty bad. And I don't, th- I don't see either team getting the 20 points. So if you don't get the 20 points, it's real hard to get to 37 if neither team gets the 20 points. So I'm putting two units on the under 37, and I'm also putting a unit on the Bills getting the 7.5 points. If there's not many points scored, getting 7.5 is a pretty nice number. So two units under 37, and actually two units on the Bills getting the 7.5. Best bet. Best bet. All right, Ross, next up, it's the Atlanta Falcons laying four points at the Cleveland Browns with a total of 51. Well, the Falcons look real good right now. Falcons are on a roll. I'm not a big fan of laying points on the road. Now they just added Bruce Irvin. It's hard to have a lot of faith in the Cleveland Browns these days. I'll put one unit on the Falcons laying four. I just like the way they're playing right now. Yeah, I still have major concerns about the Falcons' defense, even though they've won three in a row. And let's face it, last week was more about the Redskins losing two O-linemen during the game, and they're already thin at that position. So I'm going to put an asterisk by that one good Atlanta defensive performance. So my numbers say look to back Cleveland, but I'm not doing it, Ross, because they should have gotten a bump in energy firing Hugh Jackson last week, and their defense gave up 500 yards. I didn't think Tyreek Hill was likely to play, and he did play. That burned me on my under, but the Cleveland energy was not what I expected. I'll pass the game. Steve, the New Orleans Saints laying four and a half at the Cincinnati Bengals with a total of 54. Yep, and you might want to bet this one later and not right now, but I'm on the Bengals for two units. I know A.J. Green is out, um, and I know that the Saints have been on a monster run, but it's a bad spot for the Saints at Baltimore. At Minnesota, home run win against the undefeated Rams, and now they have to travel to the Queen City, 44 degrees in Cincinnati. Cincinnati off of a bye. Uh, the spot screams Bengals. I know the Saints are the better team, but their underlying stats are not overwhelming by any means, especially that defense, which really just isn't that good. I expect a high score and close game. Bengals, two units. Wow. I'm kind of torn on this one. Uh, No A.J. Green really hurts, really hurts, because then the focus goes on Tyler Boyd. I don't know if their other guys can really do it. John Ross isn't really reliable. I'm a heavy lean to Cincinnati, but I'm going to pass the game. All right, Ross Washington at Tampa Bay, and the Bucks laying two and a half, 51 and a half the total. Interesting that the Bucks are laying two and a half. I wasn't quite sure what to expect from the line in this game. You, know, you get a division leader against a team that's in the basement. But I think that is properly taking into account probably the Redskins O-line injuries. You know, if the Bucks were getting points here, I was going to take them. Instead, I'm very tempted by the Redskins. But their offensive line is a big part of what makes them go. I'll pass the game and just lean Washington. I'm going to bet the Bucks. I'm going to put two units on them. I think if Washington 
I know they're in the lead for the division, but a lot of that was just close wins that they managed to come out of, um, and they really should be a 4-4 four and four team, and that's being healthy, and now they're not healthy at all. And I firmly believe with that O-line, the way it is currently, if they had to play the entire season, they'd win five games. They'd be a 5-11 and 11 team. Tampa Bay would be more like a 6-9-1 and one team. They're a better team with Fitzmagic at quarterback. Their defense is horrendous, of course, but uh, they should put up plenty, point, plenty of points, just enough value laying the 2.5 to take the Bucks two units. All right, Steve, uh, Tennessee, they are getting seven from the New England Patriots with a total of 46.5. So, of course, the pure mathematics say the Titans have tremendous value here. I know the Titans are in a short week. However, they're in a home momentum situation, underdog momentum. And they did have a bye the week before Monday Night Football, so I don't think the short week really plays that much against them. And frankly, New England probably looking forward to vacation. Ross, I got to ask you, the week before your bye, were you distracted typically that last game? No, because when I played, we usually had practice two or at least two or three days the next week. So, no, not at all. Now, nowadays, a lot of these guys get the whole week off, so maybe they are. But I also think a lot of times the coaches will incentivize them and say, you'll get the whole week off if we win. So then it's that, then it, that turns the table a little bit. Ah, excellent point. I'm thinking that they might be booking the reservations to Cabo um, the, the, the night before. I don't know. But the bottom line is betting against New England is an extremely dangerous way to gamble. And frankly, we saw it the last couple of weeks. We saw Buffalo. They absolutely should have covered we saw Green Bay in a great position to cover, tied and driving, catching six and a half. Neither team covers. Making money betting against New England just doesn't work long-term or really, frankly, short-term. I'll pass. I'm with you. That, that's kind of exactly how I looked at it. I mean, everything would tell me to take Tennessee at home, getting seven points. They've played well two weeks in a row, but it just doesn't pay to bet against the Patriots. I'll pass. In fact, I would even lean towards laying the seven for the Patriots because that's what they do. They win. Ross, the Miami Dolphins at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay, minus nine in this one, 47.5 the total. Who are the Packers to be laying nine points to anybody at this point? I mean, I, I don't think the Dolphins are very good. I think the Packers will win the game, but I am surprised to see them laying nine points right now. The Dolphins have at least been able to keep games close. This is a good spot for Green Bay. They desperately need a win. They're getting back home. The Dolphins are not a great team. They're they're a bad five and four team. If you can be a bad five and four team, I'm going to put one unit. Nah, I'm just going to pass the game. I would lean Miami for sure, but I'm going to pass it. And I'm going to lean Green Bay. And later in the week, I'll probably tease Green Bay down if I can get them down to minus two and a half. I think number one handicapping factor in this one's the weather. Miami has been home three of the last four games. All of those games were in the 80s against teams from the north. And not surprising, they go 2-1 and one in those games and play well. I think that uh, having to go up to Green Bay and suddenly play in 38 degrees. I remember when I lived in L.A., when I had to go back to Chicago or Minneapolis in the wintertime, what a shock it was to my system 
And I know 38 isn't 18, but it's still such a huge difference. I think that is not being priced in this line. And frankly, Green Bay has um, the second biggest home field advantage in the NFL behind Seattle. Lean Green Bay. All right, next up, it's Jacksonville at Indianapolis. And Steve, the Colts favored by three, total 47. So I was a little surprised that this line is all the way at three. Jacksonville, you certainly think off of a bye and being a complete no-show over the past month that this is a home-run spot for them to try to salvage their season. They'll probably bring a ton of energy. I will strongly lean to them, but frankly, I just can't pull the trigger on a team that has so many locker room problems with Blake Bortles behind center. So I'm going to go with the Colts. I think the Colts are pretty good. I think the Colts are on a roll. I think Jacksonville is going to come out firing on all cylinders, at least trying to maybe four nets back after the bye. But what I saw from the Colts last two times out, I really liked. Now they're at home. I'll lay the three points, and I'll put two units on the Indianapolis Colts. And speaking of keeping or laying, make sure you still have some hair to lay on top of your head if you're losing it by doing what I do, and that is signing up at keeps. So if you've noticed that you're losing hair at all, you need to do something ASAP. Because most of the stuff out there in keeps is no different. They're not really very good at growing hair. But they can keep what you have. Get it? Keeps? That's the key. I've been taking a pill for years. I've been taking a topical solution for years. They're the only two that are approved by the FDA, which means they definitely work. Now you can get them both in the mail. All you have to do is answer a couple questions, take a couple pictures online, less than five minutes, boom, you got them. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to keeps.com slash even money. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash even money. A free month of treatment. So you can try it at keeps.com slash even money. Keeps. Hair today, hair tomorrow. All right, Ross, moving on to Detroit at Chicago. Bears favored by 6.5 with a total of 45. I'm going to pass this game. I would lean Detroit. You know, they fired the special teams coach. I think they're going to come out, you know, whatever it was, 10 or 11 sacks to Stafford. I think they're going to come out and play a much, much better game. In fact, I just talked myself into it. I'm putting one unit on Detroit. I don't think the Bears are really as good as they think they are, their record indicates. I think the Lions are going to come out and play a heck of a game. If they do lose, it's probably by a field goal or so. And I just talked myself into two units on the Lions while we're talking here. That's probably pretty dangerous, but I don't care. I'm doing it. Yeah, I'd lean with the Lions. I'm waiting for seven, frankly. Like I mentioned, with all those favorites covering last week, I think we're going to see some inflation on the Lions and on the Lions. And frankly, who wants to bet on a team that got sacked 10 times last week? So uh, I think it's going to go to seven. And at that time, Ross, I can join you. But I need that seven. I don't trust the Lions at less than that. So just a strong lean. Steve, this has got to be the biggest line of the year so far. It's Kansas City. They're laying 16.5 points uh, at home against the Arizona Cardinals. The total is 50. And I'm assuming all 50 points are going to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) Yeah, the... um... It's a bad spot, frankly, for the Chiefs that just went ahead and rolled the Browns. I could see them coming home and just going through the motions and winning this one by 10 to 14 points. 
but I don't trust Arizona. And I hate betting on really bad teams that I know are really bad and then watching the my betting results run bad while I back those teams. I don't like the Arizona coach at all. I don't like the team, so I'm passing the game. Me too. Uh, I'm not taking Arizona, even though it's 16 and a half. I, I think the, the Chiefs will blow them up. Chiefs are a machine, but I'm not laying 16 and a half either. Enough said. All right, next up, Ross. Chargers at Oakland. Nine and a half point favorites are the LA Chargers. 50 and a half the total. So I would actually lean Chargers here. And I know they just played a tough game in Seattle, and the Raiders are coming off a Thursday night game. But that, those Raiders in that game, they quit. They quit in that game. Their effort was horrendous. I don't have a lot of reason to believe it'll be any better. I think they felt like with some of the moves that the Raiders made with Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper that the front office and the coaching staff has quit on the season. So why should they give full effort? I'm not saying that that – I would have the opposite mentality. I'd be like, oh, I better do stuff that it takes to stay here. But anyway, I would lean the Chargers. I don't feel comfortable though laying nine and a half, but I, I would lean L.A. for sure. Yeah, I agree with everything that Ross said. And, of course, my math model is going to point you towards a home underdog catching nine and a half points. And so that model is going to like Oakland. They cancel, and I'll pass the game. Steve, now the other L.A. team, the Rams, they're favored by 10 at home against the Seattle Seahawks, 51 and a half the total. Yeah, I like the Seahawks plus 10. Put me down for two units. I get Russell Wilson. I get 10 points. Uh, I get a team that's had a bye in Seattle, so they're fresher. The Rams have not had a bye. The Rams have just come off playing four of five games on the road, and I know the Rams are off their first loss, and people are going to expect them to bounce back. But frankly, sometimes a team that's on a long winning streak in any sport you bring it because you're always thinking, oh, undefeated season, and it's so easy when you're winning to get up for each and every game, and then you finally have that first loss, and you have a little bit of a setback emotionally. It's draining, and with so many big games and so many road games that the Rams have just played, and having beaten Seattle already in Seattle, I can see a little bit of a letdown. I don't think the Rams have much of a home field advantage compared to any other winning stellar elite team. Seattle plus 10, two units. I'm with you, Steve. We're going to have a best bet here. I think Seattle's a pretty good team. I like that they're getting 10 points. I think the Rams, I don't want to say that they're going to have their guard down, but I, I think that they lost now. They're not, going to, they're not going to be able to be undefeated. I still think the Rams win the game. But I think Seattle's right there with them. I love getting the 10 points with Russell Wilson. I'm putting two units on the Seahawks as well, getting the 10. The best bet. All right, next up, Ross, Sunday night football. It's the Eagles, minus six. They are at home against the Dallas Cowboys uh, with a total of 43-and-a-half. Well, it's now or never for the Cowboys. The Eagles looks like they're getting Darren Sproles and Lane Johnson back. The Eagles are clearly the better team. The Cowboys were awful on Monday night against the Titans. Jason Garrett's seat is white hot at this point. I, don't, I expect the Eagles to win the game. I don't know about laying six. The Eagles haven't really been able to take care of business or blow anybody out this year, but I kind of feel like they're ready for it. Coming off a bye, and the Cowboys are coming off a short week. 
I'm going to put a unit on the Eagles laying six. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's make it a best bet. I, too, am on the Eagles. Lane Johnson, important. The Eagles getting healthier. Wentz has improved. Frankly, the whole quarterback position for the Eagles was the problem in September with uh, two poor full starts and two subpar Wentz starts, and all he's done is get better. Sean Lee has to go off the field with an injury for the Cowboys. He's so important to their defense, and I think that was a very deflating loss in prime time for the Cowboys last week. I think the players know this is a team headed for mediocrity. Eagles, best bet. The best bet. All right, Stephen, finally Monday Night Football, Giants at the San Francisco 49ers. Niners minus three, total 43 and a half. And the Eagles were two units for me. I don't know if I, if I said that, but we'll make it two units. You know, the Giants, boy, this spread is a mystery. Not really a mystery, but it's curious how San Francisco was hosting Oakland. The Raiders, the horrendous Raiders, and San Francisco was catching points. Now they're playing a better team, clearly the Giants, and San Francisco is laying three, and I think it's a leap of faith that Mullins is suddenly a capable NFL starting quarterback. I know against the Raiders he was Joe Montana, but um, you have to figure that if he had, if he had been anything close to a capable quarterback, when Beathard had that wrist injury, immediately San Francisco would have just set and announced Mullins as a starter, and they really wanted Beathard to be the starter against the Raiders. I think with a week of tape to look it over, the Giants' defense will be able to keep him in check, and frankly, the Giants um, have plenty of weapons, and they're the healthier team. Giants plus three, two units. I'm with you, Steve. I, I don't know. Call it a hunch. I just think that the Giants are going to play good football on Monday night. And I, I don't know. We'll see how Nick Mullins reacts to everybody loving him and how well he did and all that stuff. But the Giants have to figure something out. they got to be better than they were in the first half of the year. And I, I think this is an opportunity. Nothing's been promised to Eli Manning after this game. I think he's going to come out and play well. Wouldn't be surprised if the Giants win at all. Two units for me on the Giants as well for another best bet. The best bet. Several best bets for you guys today to go over to betonline.ag and place your bets. Remember, of course, to use the pod, the, the code podcast one so you get that 50% welcome bonus. And also remember to tweet at me your account number. Because I have won the Podcast One Sportsnet Challenge back-to-back weeks, which means they will be crediting the accounts of a bunch of you with $100. Go to betonline.ag if you don't already have an account. Use the code Podcast One, and then check out my tweet, at Ross Tucker NFL, and tweet me your account number. And then they'll go in and they'll pick which one of you get the $100 credits. It's betonline.ag, and it's the code PODCAST1. And that'll do it for a week 10. Hard to believe it's week 10 already, but week 10 edition of the Even Money Podcast. Check out everything Steve does over at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. He posts that stuff. I'm at Ross Tucker. NFL, certainly we got the Fantasy Feast podcast, Ross Tucker football podcast, college draft, if you're into that, all kinds of things available for you. Check them out at RossTucker.com. We even have t-shirts now 
if you click the shop button. Get some Ross Tucker Football Podcast gear. I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.